Hey guys, this is Matt. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up. Sorry for the popping in Colleen and I's microphone. Not sure what happened, but sorry in advance. Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt. I'm... I... <laughs> Do you want to go last or not, Colin? This is your chance. You could have let him go. Yeah, this was your chance. I thought you wanted to go last, so I was like, you okay. just I'll jumped right in. I just... Doesn't remember the dynamic. Doesn't remember how to start recording. I hit... What is a podcast, I hit the really? record button. And failed to record. I didn't fail the computer. Yeah, just a little behind the scenes for the listeners. We actually already recorded this episode, uh, 100% of it, but Colleen didn't record any Lost of it, it, so we're, we're starting again. It's crazy, because it was again. a marathon episode, four hours of hot Yu-Gi-Oh content. All Yu-Gi-Oh content all the time, and now we're just going to be lazy and low energy, and I guess if you're worried about the quality of this podcast, you can just blame it on Colleen. <laughs> I do that anyway. Yeah, I know. Admittedly, they always do. So Thanks. So you guys going to introduce yourself? Yeah. All right, I'm Colleen. Are you a co-host? Are you uh, an elephant? I'm the main host. Whoa. Okay. Can well, you have uh, a main I, host and then co-host? Uh, I guess I'm a very special guest. I do. <laughs> yeah, you're like the Henry Zabrowski of the group where you were not in the first episode, except for you were, but then you've just been a guest ever since. Yep. Well, so this week we find ourselves... At the crux of another podcast. Oh, man, I can't wait. Can't wait to send this. We did Yu-Gi-Oh! The, it's not called the animated series. It's called Duel Monsters. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters. Yu-Gi-Oh! Which is the first run of anime for Yu-Gi-Oh! Technically, yes. Um, there is a season zero that occurred in Japan that's uh, super weird and dark. Uh, yeah, so that nobody talks when about. When I was trying to pick episodes for this, I was going to Wikipedia to find like episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh, and it referenced that. <laughs> and I was like, I don't remember any of these descriptions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's because you've never seen them. I've watched a little bit of season zero uh, because they do Yu-Gi-Oh: The Abridged series, a very popular parody of Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, did some abridged episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh: Season Zero, so. I uh, watched a few of them, and they are weird. Essentially, you, so you know how the shadow game is like a thing in this series, right. right? You can initiate a shadow game with any game. So Season Zero is a lot of just like other games that they play. Um, Pickups that are shadow games. <laughs> I mean, some of them are that simple. <laughs> yeah. The shadow version. So... Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! though, Duel Monsters Season 1 started in 2000. Really? Mm-hmm. Ran until 2004. Aired in the U.S. in 2001 or 2. 2001. 2001. On WB. On WB. So this kids. put me smack dab in the tail. Smack dab in the tail end. <laughs> Smack dab in the end of the middle part of the beginning of elementary school, <laughs> which is the perfect time for an obs- not obscure but 
overly complex for an elementary schooler for a card game anime thing to hit. Yes, yes. It is definitely... It was kind of the perfect time for it, because I was just interested in what the cards were. Like, I was just like, oh, look, monsters, and that's about yeah. it. That was, like, my level of engagement with the show, but I, it got me through a lot of you. Well, it's just like Pokemon cards. Like, Pokemon the game was great. Pokemon the anime was great. Pokemon cards, no one actually played the card game how it was meant to be played. No. Right. Well, uh, yes, there were, no one actually played Yu-Gi-Oh!, they just had the cards for a while. But I think people actually tried with Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't know if people... I mean, I know people technically, theoretically, competitively play Pokemon, the card game. But I don't actually think it's all that well designed. Uh, but there is still an audience of people who play Yu-Gi-Oh! competitively. Today? Like, on... Yeah, today. Yeah, there's... um. If this game doesn't make sense to you as it's portrayed on screen in these five episodes, it is bafflingly more complex yeah. than it was. Oh so, my God. so let's talk about what we covered and then like our backstory with it. But we can talk about it like I think once we get into co- some of the duels. The Wikipedia article on this anime has a huge section about how the game is not the same in the show. And it's like greatly simplified and they often just toss wow. out all rules for dramatic effect. So yeah, the right. game itself is like way well, different. Particularly early on. Yeah. Right? They just don't use the rules at all. In later seasons, the cards actually roughly do what they do in the card game. Which is why the duels get way longer in later seasons. Like, you and I were playing this, and I was like, oh, well, we could just do the duel between Yugi, uh, Yugi and Seto Kaiba, because that's probably four episodes. It is literally, like, maybe five minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> the The actual duel is super short. Yeah. But when they do draw out the duels, it's not fun. Like, they have a drawn-out it- duel in this these five episodes. Well, you know what, man? I don't know if I have the ground to call it not fun because this show is still running (laughs) like clearly this is fun to somebody okay so let's get into what we covered because we did it a bit differently normally we just pick two random episodes that like we've seen or must have seen just given their timing but Mm -hmm. conveniently the first five episodes of the show were on youtube so we decided to go all in did the duelist island kickoff right that's the name of this arc duel island uh yeah, so Duelist Kingdom, Duelist Kingdom is Duelist the Kingdom. yeah yeah, and this, this right 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 this hits the nostalgia buttons hard, like I yeah I mean this is just cl- I'm pretty sure I don't you know I can't say this for certain because memory fades but I am like ninety percent sure that I watched this episode on what is it september 29th 2001 which is what they say that the air date of this first episode is because i think i probably watched the premiere of Yu-Gi-Oh on tv wow uh well like, yeah. this was like wb so wb had so many cool shows what else is on wb well it's, it's saturday morning yeah. cartoons right batman, so uh, pokemon Chan was or yeah batman beyond right or is that cartoon network uh batman beyond i think was also wb that's what i thought but yeah, yeah Pokemon, yeah. Jack Chan Adventures, lots lots of hits. Nothing but hits. 
totally well researched um so yeah but a a lot a lot of stuff it was just what you tuned into like you woke up oh my god saturday morning smallville yeah but that was that was later that's yeah that's more like yeah i'm just googling that's the the that's during the week reba yeah sure gilmore girls oh that's what i was doing that's why i didn't watch Yu-Gi-Oh. i was watching gilmore girls I mean, you probably weren't watching Gilmore Seventh Girls because they weren't on on the same time. Seventh Heaven? Because <laughs> they're on the same network. Dawson's Creek? Okay, Colleen. Let's just list other things we could do in other episodes. No, I'm just... I don't know. I, I don't think I watched WB very often because I didn't ever watch this. Nor did I watch... I mean, did you watch Saturday Morning Cartoons? Um... Yeah. I mean, I feel like the answer is definitely no. What are other channels it, you would that have? No, you would know. This was like it's it. pretty much just WB. Then probably not. It's like it had like Digimon. Nope. It had Pokemon. Yeah. It had Yu Gi Oh. Well, I think part of that is you had cable growing up, right, Colleen? Yeah. I yeah. mean, we had satellite. Yeah, so I didn't have cable or satellite. So this was like. If I didn't watch cartoons on Saturday morning, I just didn't watch cartoons at all. Because I didn't have Cartoon Network. I didn't have Nickelodeon or Disney or any of those channels. Right. So I, I was very religious about uh, Saturday morning cartoons. And in particular, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I was definitely... I want to say... I mean, you know, I've definitely watched all the first season through. And I've watched a lot of the later portions of Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, as they came out. Uh, like an, uh, probably an embarrassingly large amount of you. Yeah, I I consumed a lot of this show, and I definitely remember summer camp after this was like all the rage, like building decks and trying to play the game. And it's crazy to think about, but like game shops selling individual cards that people got from like booster packs and stuff. So you'd like go to the game shop and be like, "Oh shit, they got Time Wizard!" Like. That would be so cool in my deck. My yeah. Deck, we spend the t- I double-checked how Time Wizard works. That is a fucking gamble. Yeah. So you know how to- Time Wizard, you flip a coin and call it. And if you get it right, all of their monsters get destroyed. If you get it wrong, all of your monsters That's get destroyed. That's pretty awesome. It's just a straight 50-50 shot. I'm like, damn, who is gambling on Time Time but looking <laughs> back, I'm a small child pleading to my parents to spend like $20 on a piece of holographic paper. That resonates zero yeah. percent with them. No, it means exactly nothing. Right. It's funny because like these types of animes are relatively common. Like it's essentially like you pick pick a niche hobby and you just blow it up and treat it with all the drama that somebody might treat it with. So there's like tennis animes or volleyball animes, right? But this one had that blend in of like american style marketing i'm sure it's all the rage in japan it's just i know it from like things like transformers or teenage mutant ninja turtles where it's like we'll make this thing and it will use it to sell this other thing yep. right it's like uh teenage mutant ninja turtles transformers you use to sell action figures this is the same thing but with those trading cards and arguably like a way better markup right yeah. oh yeah because like you need a design team for every transformer you need to make them like physically make this object Yu-Gi-Oh! you could just come up with some shit and then print the card and like yeah maybe you need to think about like the mechanics of how the game works roughly but like it's way easier than having a whole production line yeah it's crazy to me that like how many 
how you build like a whole franchise off of a card game, but hey, it works. Yeah. Still works. It worked. <laughs> it still works. Yeah. Uh. So I I played a lot. I didn't play a lot of the card game in person, uh-huh. but then I got the Game Boy Advanced Yu Gi Oh. Yes. Game. I remember the game. And I played game. so much of that. So that's like, now it, that game was what made me realize how fucked up the rules were on the TV show. Because once you play that game, you're like, oh wait, this is not how any of it works. And even later seasons of the TV show, they get a little bit better about the rules. I mean, maybe it's just that I didn't watch it when I was a kid, so I didn't, like, to me, it was obvious that they were leaving a lot of rules out. Because I had never watched it before, where I was like, maybe if I watched it as a kid, I'd be like, no, this totally makes sense. This is just how the game works. But I was just like watching it for the first time, like, they're leaving out a lot of information, or like, this is the best card ever. And then Yugi plays a different card, and they're like, what? We, oh. And you're like, yeah, you can't say that there's the best card yeah. ever. Also, all of those cards suck, but we're, we'll get into yeah. it, because I, I, I've been looking it up just to kind of get myself reoriented. Uh, so I, did, so I did just a quick reference to see how big this was, and this is an indirect measure, but that Game Boy Advance game, which I'm pretty sure is Yu-Gi-Oh! The Eternal Duelist Soul, okay. sold 1.3 million copies and earned $38 million and was estimated to be the ninth highest selling game for the Game Boy Advance. Damn. Wow. So, I mean, pretty big. You know... I- as I recall, so I know one of the cool things you could do in that game is you could enter codes from your cards to get the cards that you had in real life in the game. Yep. Uh, I remember that. And so you could just like look them up. Oh, yeah, this is definitely it. Oh, the sense memory is so real. Right. Like, wow. yeah, maybe more so than anything we've done so far. This one is hitting the nostalgia. I'm really jealous. Like, this is doing literally nothing for me. This got an 8 out of 10 on IGN. Like maybe we should play this for another... All right, all right. Let's, let's focus another... on the TV show, shall we? Oh, I... oh, man. I loved that game so much. That game today would be riddled with microtransactions. Can you oh, imagine? God, yeah. Because you could just sell the booster pack. They already made Hearthstone. And you could... That's like what it is. Yeah, fair. Fair. It is just Hearthstone, but... um. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, man. I probably... the game. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So we watched the first five episodes of season one, which aired in the U.S. I don't remember watching it as it aired, but it was huge once like my friend group caught on. And it roughly covers introductions. I say it with so much hesitation because right. this show just jumps fucking in. This is it jumps in. Yeah. So the crazy thing is, like, yeah, so they they say every character's main name, right? You get the first scene, it's like Yugi and Joey Wheeler, Joey, are dueling, and Tristan and Taya are there, and you're like, okay, so those are, like, your main four. Yugi mentions he has a grandpa, and then there's some creepy kid in the classroom who's clearly listening to them, who turns out to be Kaiba, right? Uh, And that's, like, the first few minutes of the show it's just like very to the point you know nothing about these people yugi has like a giant fucking pyramid on his chest nobody acknowledges it nobody says anything about it they're playing dual monsters and they just like kind of vaguely allude to some rules yeah and i don't understand why yugi is playing joey in the first place because it looks like also how they're friends because it seems to me watching this for the first time that yugi is really into this game 
And Joey's basically never heard of it. Right. Well, so Yugi's grandpa obviously runs the game yeah. shop, as we come to learn. And Yugi is a huge fucking dweeb. Yeah. yeah. And the only thing cool about him is the Millennium Puzzle, is the pyramid thing, which they don't acknowledge at this point in time. Did you, uh, did you miss the backstory where they're like, hey... Remember when you were huge dickheads to me and then I still stood up for you and now we're friends because of no, it? No, I caught that, but that's not until like episode four. Right. The show's Yeah, it is very far down the line. Insane. So that actually happens in season zero. Oh, really? And yeah, yeah. Uh, the way it goes down is Yugi... Um, it essentially goes down exactly like that. Like Joey's just bullying Yugi, throws a piece of the Millennium Puzzle out of the window... Joey and Tristan are get bullied by uh, this other dude, and then they get knocked out, and Yugi Yami do- does a shadow game against this other dude, and essentially drives him insane. Like, that, season zero is super dark. Like So, they play this shadow game where it's like, they're on the side of the school, and uh, they play down face cards, uh-huh. uh, like regular playing cards, not dual monsters, and whoever gets the higher number goes higher up, and whoever gets the low, lower number goes down. And the person who goes down far enough gets consumed by a moat full of monsters. Uh, it, it's a shadow game, so really the he doesn't get consumed. He just goes insane after the game. Right. But he literally drives the bully insane because he beat up Joey and Tristan once. <laughs> that seems like par for the course. Does it? He does something it's, to Kaiba that we don't learn what it was in this. Oh, yeah. He mind crushes Kaiba. <laughs> right. and- yeah. They're pretty chill about it. So, yeah, okay, yeah. we got to start moving through plot. We got five episodes to get to. So they're dueling. Okay. We get all of our introductions. We get the five kids. No Bakura in there? No, so that's the interesting thing. Do they mention Bakura until they see Bakura and then they're like, hey, that's Bakura from He's school? He's standing while they're dueling when Joey's battling Taya in like episode three. Or yeah, four. so he's just nearby. Does he have any nope. dialogue? No, he doesn't say anything. So they're just like, that's Bakura from school. But it's like, well, you never mentioned him before. Now, really. So they introduce the five, I guess, main-ish. Because Bakura becomes a huge deal later on. Later, yeah. Um, And then Yugi is like, you really suck at this card game. You should see my grandpa's super rare card. That'll make you better, I guess. (laughs) And... Yeah. And super rare card is enough for Kaiba to get like half chub about could it be the card he's been looking for. I also was very confused at this point because it's like this kid and they're all in school. The first scene, it looks like they're all in school. Yeah. And then you get Kaiba coming into this card shop or whatever and he's like carrying a briefcase and they're like oh yeah he like runs this company and i'm like i'm sorry is this a middle school child or is this a grown-ass full man he's a schoolboy ceo come on yeah he's a the number one ranked duelist and ruthless tycoon said a kaiba when does he have time to study (laughs) yeah it's kind of like if you if you Think about, like, if the Marvel Universe, right? You have, like, Peter Parker, and he's a helpless high school student with magical powers. And then you have Tony Stark, who's, like, a billionaire playboy philanthropist. It's like, well, what if what if they were just one person? Yeah. <laughs> and we, like, cut out the middleman. They were just one guy. Yeah. So it's Tony Stark, but he's a high school boy. And we make him the bad guy. 
How do you that? I really hate it. I really, I was like yeah. really struggling to keep up. And I'm like, okay, is it like, a, like an adult man who runs a company who's undercover It doesn't, it doesn't need to make sense. That's like, I feel like every anime I've ever watched, like Brock is a full grown adult that hangs out with what? a child and Pokemon. Yeah, Brock is like a, no, Brock is the, he's still a kid, but he's like in his late teens and Ash is like ten or eleven. How you know, old like, are these kids in Rock is young. Uh, high school? I think they're high school yeah. kids. Running is yeah. So Why one thing you'll learn about school in the Yu-Gi-Oh universe, Colleen, is school is just a vessel by which you discuss card games that you're gonna play True. later. It's not you don't learn there. There are no teachers. Huh. That's a what, rule number one: no teachers in school. <laughs> uh, and yes, Seto Kaiba runs a company, is a dual monsters champion. And also has to attend school. And for some reason, Yugi, who is a huge fan of Duel Monsters, doesn't know that one of his classmates runs a company which produces, like, VR technology for Duel Monsters. Okay. Okay, fine. We need to talk about the VR technology for this game as well. So this was... We're later in the show, whatever. I'm just going to talk about it now because I don't have much to say about this show. Grandpa gets kidnapped and beaten in duel. Grandpa gets kidnapped. Physically injured from a card game. Physically injured. Oh, yes. Another important rule for Yu-Gi-Oh! is that card games take a grave toll on your physical well-being. And admittedly, part of this show is the fact that he uses that little puzzle and other people have puzzles where they can force you into shadow games where you're well-being will be affected by the duel but this is all duels right regular card games will somehow make you physically weary like how is grandpa almost dying i don't know and then he what was saved because you we'll get there we should watch the abridged series because i watched the first episode and all the jokes you're gonna make they make in this youtube series oh Yu-Gi-Oh! the abridged series is like my favorite thing and it could easily be another episode of this podcast but but they get they get to the VR duel. I just wanted to give us the the okay. context. Okay, the, they get to the yeah. VR duel where Yuki seems very surprised about this VR technology, right? And right. then in the very next episode, they're watching a tournament on TV. It hasn't been long. It seems like it's right immediately afterwards. They're watching a tournament on TV where they're literally watching this exact fucking VR technology in this competition and i don't understand i don't understand because he watched it he he was shocked by it and then he's just watching it on tv casually and nobody's mentioning like wow this vr technology on this this competition's really cool like they're all totally fucking used to it so obviously this is already a thing right and so i'm inclined to think and i i don't know if this is a big plot hole let me explain my headcanon to you, which is that I do think that a large amount of time actually passes between these first few episodes and they just don't go into it because by, during the first season, there is another subplot about Pegasus, who we meet later, trying to take over Seto Kaiba's company. So the best, the way my headcanon works is that Seto Kaiba develops and creates this VR technology for a game made by Pegasus's company, Industrial Illusions. So now Pegasus's company is like, well, fuck, we should just acquire Kaiba's company because this VR technology has made our game explode. And it's like way more popular and cool than it ever was before. Uh-huh. Um, but that's a lot more thinking than I would have wanted to put into this show. So thanks for that. Yeah, now, no problem. 
now that's up there in my skull. So so let's get into the first duel. We, without any warning, get Yugi's Millennium Puzzle lighting up, and he turns into Yami Yugi. Yami Yugi. So... It's eight minutes into the episode before anybody even acknowledges the puzzle. And even then, they don't really explain very much about it. It just happens. And he turns into another person and we're just like, oh, okay. okay. So he does this sometimes? So here's where, where my memory started to fail me. I thought when he became Yami Yugi, he was the pharaoh dueling. But it comes across as it's just a child in a man's body. Yeah. So it's... Well, technically, it's a man and a child's body. <laughs> but it seems way more like it's just regular Yugi dueling. And his voice I don't think they really nail death. it down in this early on. But as the season goes on, it becomes clear that it is Yami who is dueling. Okay. And Yugi has to sort of fight him. And it's not like, like there's sometimes where they disagree about the best course of action. And so they have some conflict between the two. Yeah, because isn't but early on it's kind of just like oh, it's just it's just a thing. Whole mission that happens. Yeah, yeah, doesn't Yami? Isn't yeah. Yami like brutal? Like, doesn't he like? Yeah, he does try to kill Kaiba at some yeah. point in time. So there's that. Yeah. Um, I also really loved, and this is just my personal experience with Yu-Gi-Oh! Because Meg, our best friend, always says heart of the cards, and. It's just like a thing that I know about Meg, then that's what she says, and then I never got it. And then I was watching oh, this, yeah, and I was like, oh why. shit, this is from Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> it's like a co- So the first the title of this episode is The Heart of the Card. <laughs> right. And I thought a funny thing to do while we watch these, or while we talk about these, is just to review what the Japanese title is. So American title, The Heart of the Cards. Japanese title, The Blood-Curdling Blue-Eyes White Dragon. <laughs> so, a little bit more little bit more dramatic there so much better <laughs> way better way better and you'll see they uh continue to be interesting anywho uh so yugi and kaiba duel and kaiba well before starting the duel he tears up yugi's grandpa's blue eyes white right. dragon and throughout the duel kaiba reveals that he has three blue eyes white dragons in his mm-hmm. deck and that's why he tore up right because we one. heard there were only because four in existence, so he wanted to destroy the other one. Right? Why not put the fourth Just, in your deck? Yeah. So you can't. You can only have three copies of one card in uh. your deck. So that's why. But he could also just keep the fourth one, right? Yeah. In case some, like he has some asshole throws your cards off the side of a boat. Well, I don't think Seto Kaiba would ever be stupid enough to give his cards to somebody else. So true uh not a, not a character trait shared by everybody but he tears it up he and yugi duel he summons all three blue eyes white dragons yugi's getting trounced he trusts his fate in the heart of the cards and is able to draw all five pieces of exodia great grand um yugi's deck is not an exodia deck and they don't play the game at all like it should be played but like his deck, it doesn't make any sense that he would even have Exodia in his deck. Because to draw five cards out of your deck of 40 cards, that would be insane. It would be nearly impossible. You'd have to get through your entire deck before you even had a chance of drawing it's all the, the, heart of the, the cards. It's the heart of the cards. Heart of the cards. 
or you believe in the heart of the cards, right? Or just probability. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so the reason before this episode, while we were getting ready, I was looking up Exodia decks, Exodia builds for decks, and essentially it's all just like card draw and you stalling. So you just stall the game <laughs> and draw cards, and it's like. If somebody actually played that in an episode of the show, it would be a duel that lasts six episodes, and it would be the most boring thing in the world. I also feel like, like you can't just hold all five pieces. Like, I'm pretty sure you have to put them down. Like, aren't there rules of how many monsters you can play? There's a lot of rules. Well, so if you have all five pieces in your hand, I think okay. you can win. But it's an automatic yeah. win. and It's an automatic win. He automatically wins. And Kaiba's was like, impossible. Never, no one's ever summoned Exodia before, which also would not happen in a game it's a wildly popular. Game. Yeah. And yeah. to really stick it to him, Yugi shatters his mind in front of his brother. Yeah, yeah, he just destroys it. Yeah, which is pretty fun. And he know? collapses, just like I won this duel, and that's it. And it's like, oh, do you do you want to know how I won Kaiba? And then destroyed his brain. <laughs> And then Grandpa's magically okay. Yeah, he destroys Kaiba's brain, which wakes Grandpa up from his card-playing coma. <laughs> yep. Card coma. I don't get it. That's pretty much yeah, it for this episode, how... right? Yeah. That's, that's it. it. That's it, yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. Episode two, okay. it's the tournament. Episode okay. two, no, well, episode two, title, The Gauntlet is Thrown. Any guesses on what the Japanese title is? And I'll tell you what, you're just not going to get it. But <laughs> The VHS of Terror. Khalid? I don't know. Uh, the Trap of Illusionist No-Face. Yep, oh, that was my second guess. <laughs> that well, he does play guess. the No-Face, right? Like, <laughs> Yes, he does yeah. actually play that. I, I just want to, is this a YouTube thing? Or is this the actual Yu-Gi-Oh! show thing where... Before the first episode, they just had the theme song and no explanation. But then after, before all the other episodes, they have an explanation of what the fuck is going on. I think the best I could think is that when they first aired the show, everybody after the first week was like, what the fuck was that? And then the next week they were like, okay, cut together a PowerPoint presentation. That's exactly what I was thinking. I don't understand. And then they like, they showed the thing before the clip before the, the theme song. And I was like, Oh, that's what this show's about. (laughs) Yeah. It makes way more sense. It still doesn't make that much sense. It makes perfect sense. A little boy solves a puzzle that releases the soul of a Pharaoh, which now lives inside his body. Yeah. And, there's a game that they used to play in ancient Egypt that involved a bunch of shit that they wouldn't have known about in ancient Egypt. Uh, and they, they're playing that game and something bad will happen. Ooh, spooky. The end. Ooh. Yeah. It's perfect. It's, it's great. Yeah. So um, now the second episode starts with uh, Yugi and the Funky Bunch are watching TV and we, we establish exactly how big of a deal Duel Monsters is. Is that there's a televised Duel right. Monsters game going on between Rex Raptor and Weevil Underwood who are playing uh, our game. So this, okay. Monsters, right? So they get into the tournament and they're like, oh, he's got a dinosaur deck. He's got a bug deck. I don't remember the game being preferential to like monster type. So they're actually unlike Pokemon. In Pokemon, it doesn't make any sense why everybody in the world just has one type of right. Pokemon. 
it's stupid because you will just lose by somebody type match yeah. or you know playing the types yeah. right in Yu-Gi-Oh, there is a benefit to playing along certain types because you can get synergy between your cards. Right. Nothing. Now, Weevil Underwood and Rex Raptor don't really do that, like, because that's not a thing yet. But now, at least in later iterations of Yu-Gi-Oh, there's more and more benefit to playing sort of a type of gotcha. monster. Or there will be certain classes of cards that have really good synergy together. But it still wouldn't be like, oh, all of my monsters are dinosaurs. Right. That would always But it does be set up great yeah. dramatic tension when you're like, how would bugs lose to dinosaurs? And then they do. I also think it's a good way for them to introduce the different types of monsters. But the Without mon- just being like, ooh, randomly this person had a dinosaur card and randomly this person had a bug one. Like that, that to me as a child would make sense to be like, oh, there's dinosaur cards. Oh, there's, but like if I knew nothing about this game. Yeah, but they're not really like in Pokemon sense, like bug type. No. Like I think one of Weevil's cards he always plays is like a generic bug. But then he puts a laser cannon on him like every time. Oh yeah, basic, basic insect. insect. That's it. Generic, <laughs> like cool. <laughs> it's just an insect with a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> but yeah, like the, the how the game plays in the show removes all like tension of it because it's just like matching numbers, and then maybe somebody remembers that magic and trap cards exist. <laughs> right. Well, one of the core elements that they drop in this or i think in the entire first season like we don't see it at all it's the fact that like more powerful monsters you need to sacrifice lower level monsters to some right so you need to play like two lower level monsters and then sacrifice them. so like you can't just summon three blue eyes white dragons on one right. turn like that's just not how the game works even if you had all three of them and that's like actually in later seasons a pretty good mechanism of building tension because it's like okay you need to build up a certain number of monsters on the field to then get to a point where you're able to summon a more powerful monster but they just cut all of that out so it's all just like the second you have something powerful in your hand you play it right away a duel would last like maybe a few turns yeah but the tournament ends in a few turns (laughs) And yep. then a mysterious package arrives at Yugi's house. Well, Pegasus comes out at the end right. of the tournament and announces, hey, there's going to be a Duelist Kingdom tournament. Right. Uh, and I'm inviting all the best duelists to be there, right? And then at almost at the same time, Yugi gets a package from Pegasus. Yep. Uh, with a VHS tape in it, yeah, which is a choice. Yep. <laughs> Definitely, Definitely a choice. choice. He puts the VHS Def- in and they enter. This is actually a shadow game, right? This is actually a shadow game. So it's a magic VHS tape that forces them into a shadow game. Uh, the Millennium Eye has power over VHS. Yep. Maximilian Pegasus was a huge uh, advocate for staying on VHS, actually. So <laughs> when DVDs came out, he was like, nah, it doesn't, because the, the Millennium Eye can't interface with the DVD. Yami Yugi would know what the Millennium Eye is, right? No, but Yami Yugi doesn't have any of his memories. Oh, right. See, they don't set that Sorry, up in these first episodes. Sorry, am I supposed episode. to know who the fuck you're talking about? 
deep. It's the guy who lives inside of the puzzle. Is Yami Yugi? Yeah, but like, have they explained anything about why <laughs> Yugi's voice gets lower when he's battling? No, no, they his haven't pants really get tighter, it, and they don't and until his shirt about gets like <laughs> furls. Because I, I yeah, his shirt definitely gets more. Because I don't understand. He, like this, I still I'm confused. We're five episodes in. Well, we're not now in our explanation. We're two episodes in, but essentially. All we know right now, and they say it actually, like even his friends notice by the fourth episode, is that Yugi changes when he duels. <laughs> we call it Yami Yugi because later they call it Yami Yugi, but it's that's what. But happens. at this point, I'm not he, supposed to he, know. Does that. he not? You're I not can tell that, that he's different, but I don't know why. You okay. don't know. So why. does he? He doesn't physically grow three feet when he's. A- no, nobody ever acknowledges that. But yes, on screen, he does appear to grow at least a foot, but. It just it just I don't happened. Ever put that together as a kid that that wasn't physically happening? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean their heights are you know they they're all over the place. It's always funny because like Yami is usually separated, but when you put him back next to his friends, he is still shorter than the rest <laughs> yeah. of them. So yeah. it's like he's this big imposing figure, and he's still like two feet shorter than Joey. Yeah. Well, Joey's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they change the rules up on this one where it's not who wins in 15 minutes or someone has to win. It's just who has the most life points left wins. Right. And Pegasus is a dirty little trickster and uses magic cards. And I really hated this battle because, okay, let's say you're watching a basketball game, right? Right. The 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 sportser throws the ball in the air. It leaves his hands before the shot clock goes off and it gets in the basket. It still counts. But for some fucking reason, his VR shit doesn't keep up with like, he played these cards, yet that doesn't mean that he, it worked. Like, I'm sorry. I fucking put the cards down. So there's a few interesting things about this because what you're saying it's right. Like, he won this duel. Like, Yugi won. 100%. He, he made won, the decision right? and put his cards down. And, like, the VR yeah. happened to not do the thing that he wanted it to do by the time the shot clock, per se. It's not even out. VR. It's literally, like, a psychic it's dimension. Magic. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Uh, but also, it's it's a common theme in these first few episodes where somebody just blatantly yeah. cheats. And tells you he's cheating, and everybody's cool with it. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, I can read your mind. It's like, isn't that against the rules? Like, what sort of fight is it? Like, why are we even dueling if cheating is okay? Because then why don't you just take my grandpa's soul and say, you have to come to this tournament, and then I'll give you your grandpa's soul back. Like, what's the game? So we didn't set it up that Pegasus starts this thing saying there's, like, stakes at play, but doesn't say what it is. And then when Yugi loses, he just takes his grandpa's soul out of its his body he collapses in a lump and yugi's like well shit i guess i'm, I'm going to duel's kingdom yeah right it's just like I, I, you could just steal somebody's soul willy-dilly at this um, point like we're two episodes in and I would fully expect if this were my grandpa he would never speak to me again or go near me and he would take his fucking deck of cards back well, his soul's gone, well, so right I mean, now we're after good. after his soul gets back, you know? Yeah, you still gotta save his life. That's the whole first thing. I mean, I asked Matt specifically, I was like, does Gramps play, like, a big role in this? And he was like, yeah, he he's, he's oftentimes 
injured or impacted by these games. And I would just got to say, like, after the second time, my grave would be like, nah, fuck this. Yeah, you'd think after that, you probably would just not play Duel right. Monsters yeah. anymore. You'd just be like, I think you I'm think good. You think if you owned a game I think shop, I'm full up. you'd at least have a good deck. I would absolutely be in a witness protection program somewhere if I was his grandpa. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. But it's, a, you know, this game, this show is very progressive because it's not a damsel in mm. distress. It's a grandpa <laughs> in distress. That's true. All right. And the women are instead entirely useless or weird. Yeah. I really hate that the girl <laughs> that's in his class that's always with them. I don't remember her name. Taya. Sure. She that when she like walks or runs, and this is just an anime thing, and I really hate it. But their like knees go in. I really hate that. Like it makes them look like a fragile little right. bird. So she actually has a a sort of congenital anomaly. It's a big arc, actually. <laughs> in later seasons, let's get they let's get, into get in. It. And she she wears braces for the whole third. <laughs> let's get into congenital well, diseases because that's how yeah, episode really three starts. Is we get Joey watching a mysterious tape. From his sister? Yeah. Is this how people in Japan communicate well, with each okay, other? Okay, first of all, it's very weird because, like, the backstory that he Why finally Why is everyone gives, getting VHS tapes yeah, in the mail? Is that, like, my parents right. got divorced, I've... and instead of both of us splitting our time, each parent got one kid. It That's doesn't fair. You know, it doesn't work Custody like that, arrangements, right? how those That's work. It's fair. You know, if we get divorced, I imagine I'd just never see Gustav again. <laughs> so they each get one, and then... You notice how he didn't comment on that? <laughs> no, we've actually... He's just like... <laughs> we, we've yeah, already okay. agreed that I get both dogs if we get a divorce. But he has to pay child support, so... Anyway, get a VHS tape that your sister's <laughs> eye disease that you knew about is finally progressing the point that she may never see again. So you decide you're going to enter a tournament because you suck at a game to win $3 million. Also, I feel like... Okay... Like, it's really sad that his sister is Isn't going... Isn't that sad? That, that his sister's going blind. And, like, that's a huge bummer. But it's not, like, the end of the world. She's still your fucking sister. You haven't seen her in, like, five years. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I mean, ultimately, her eyesight hasn't affected you at Yeah, all. and why does she need her sight when clearly she's just recording videos and sending it to you? She's not actually looking at you. Got him can't argue with that logic yeah well moreover why does he need like he's not good at right the exactly game. No. this is not wouldn't you just ask your friend like wouldn't you be like hey yugi if you win can i can i have some of the yeah. money and i you know i wouldn't ask you like why would you be like oh i have to yugi no seems surgery like the... is gonna cost three million dollars yeah yugi seems like the kind of guy that would be like absolutely he's like a really good friend yeah, Yugi's a good guy. You've crushed that Yami you've guy. Crushed Kaiba's soul. Just go in there, take a little of his money. Uh, oh yeah. Also, use your magic puzzle, steal the money. Can someone explain to me? No. Okay. No, I just Probably like. Not, but... I can't. <laughs> go ahead. Maybe. Can, can someone explain to me who Kaiba is compared to who the Pegasus dude is? Kaiba runs Kaiba Corp. It's a different Yeah, company. but like do those two have beef? They do. As as the season evolves. So they're both bad uh, guys. Pegasus is trying to take over Kaiba Corp. Kaiba is not necessarily a he, bad like, guy. He eventually becomes a good guy, right? Yeah. So they kidnap Kaiba's little brother yeah. 
and they use him kind of like they use grandpa they eventually steal his soul too and so kaiba or pegasus pits kaiba against yugi and says like hey kaiba if you don't win this tournament i'm gonna keep your kids your kid brother's soul and yugi's like well i gotta get my grandpa's soul back so yugi and kaiba duel again before the end of the tournament yeah it is a whole dual discs come uh so he first does the frisbee style dual disc in their first duel where it's like they're dueling on the side of the castle and they have the frisbee dual discs and then the actual like dual disc system that's attached to their arm is the next season yeah Yeah, so later later in the show they don't need the big arena they invent this frisbee you put the cards in and throw the frisbee and then that's what projects the thing up Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. And then yeah. they get like a blue. I mean, they were trying to sell peripherals at some yeah, point the, in time. You yeah. can tell. Like everyone wanted. I'll show you a picture of the like plastic blade that you could put the the cards in, but uh, <laughs> it was pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> um, okay, so we get Joey's motivation to um, try and win the tournament. Also, none of his friends know about his sister. Like, he's never spoken about his sister before literally not once he's such a shitty yeah so none of them know about his sister he decides to sneak on without telling yugi yugi's gonna leave his friends without going and then tristan and Taya are gonna sneak on the ship without telling anyone that they're going like a bunch of fucking idiots yeah yeah i mean why didn't they conspire together i don't so, and Joey's plan is legit stupid. Like, Taya and Tristan get on the ship. They succeed. Yeah. Fundamentally, their plan works. Joey was just, like, trying to run the front door, essentially. <laughs> like That was dual disc. Oh, yeah. nice. So, it's it's really stupid. Um, Yugi makes an even stupider decision to give up one of his life points to enter, to get Joey... A complete amateur. Star God. Into the tournament. And Joey's like, yeah, cool. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like Joey is not nearly appreciative. No, no. absolutely Well, not. he tries to pay it back by killing himself. Yeah. yeah. Later yeah, in the episode. Yeah, by hurling himself into the so, sea. It, l- later in the yeah. episode. Oh, uh, yes. So- sorry. This third episode is called The Journey to the Duelist Kingdom. Uh... Any any thoughts on what the Japanese name might be? Weevil totally fucks Yugi. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Weevil fucks Yugi, actually, is the actual title, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's called The Lost Exodia. That was close. Yeah, Why is it... I mean, pretty much. You got to the core. Because Weevil steals the cards. And... Oh, right. Throws them, right. Right. So they all eventually get onto the boat. You kind of, you meet... Rex Raptor and Weevil, like Yugi actually meets them. Uh, and then you also meet My Valentine. And she's just kind of mean for no yeah. reason. Uh, yeah. She's just really mean to people all the time. And uh, Yugi trusts Weevil because he's a fucking idiot. So stupid. Gives Weevil all five pieces of Exodia because Weevil's like, can I see them? And Weevil throws them into the ocean. Not even fast. Not even like immediately turns around and throws them. He's like, dramatic affects it and this little boy is like oh what could he be doing no. also mad that yeah. that yugi has literally what four friends on board and yet none of them are there and fast enough to take the fucking cards well, he out doesn't of his know hand. tristan and tay are on board yet yeah but they know he's on board 
That's true. They should be looking out for their bro. Yeah. So uh, this is the scene where Joey jumps off the boat to try and get the pieces of Exodia. Dumb plan, obviously. What this should have been was probably a five-minute, very graphic scene of Yugi and Joey beating the shit out of yeah. Weevil. Because that's what should have yeah. happened. They should have thrown they Weevil overboard. His- <laughs> thrown Weevil overboard. Steal his fucking star yeah. chips. Like, it makes no, no sense because right. it's nighttime. They're like brown cards. And Joey's like, you could- I'll get him. It's, it's also okay. It's okay, let's say he did get all five of those cards out of the water, right? They're definitely water damaged. The moment that he pulls one of those cards up to play it in <laughs> battle, someone's going to be like, "Well, that's the one that fell into the water." Clearly, no. yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's like warped, dude. No, heart of the cards of my ass. Like you can clearly see yeah, the card in the deck. Five, you're cheating. Off. <laughs> yeah, weird wobbly yeah. cards. Um, no, you're... it's like I don't know where Exodia is. <laughs> Maybe this is the last piece. Heart of the cards. It makes no <laughs> fucking sense that this guy's like I'm going to save them. It also makes no sense that Yugi would give up these cards because it's clearly the only way he's capable of winning a yeah. duel because yeah. his cards suck dick. I also yeah, find it really yeah, difficult. Not... So they did mention in the le- in the first episode that like. It's never been drawn before. And what? Like, they thought he was just going to be able to, like, the the statistics behind him actually pulling it, all five of them again, is just, it's unreal. Well, I guess you have to get off. They're supposed, like, I think they go into the lore of Exodia later that it's like Blue Eyes, White Dragon. It's like only one set of five. I think. Well, if that's true. It's fucking whack that Grandpa is walking around with all five pieces of Exodia yeah. in his deck. That's insane. And that's not the one that he was most excited about. It wasn't like the card that he was saying was the most precious to him was a different card. It was the blue eyes. Well, there's a whole reason why that happens. He does it. They establish the lore as to how he got that blue eyes white dragon later okay. on as well. Fair. Yeah, that's a whole thing. But uh, yeah, so Joey almost kills himself. Yugi gets him back on the boat and they continue on to Duelist Kingdom. That's pretty much it for this one, right? Uh, they like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't even get there in this episode, I don't think. No, but they get to... They realize that Taya and Tristan yeah. are there as well. They help them get yep. out of the water. and that, that's My only it. notes from this uh, episode ep- were, quote, of course the bug dude threw his cards overboard. Yugi is an idiot. <laughs> yeah, also bug dude clearly evil. Yeah, like, comically evil. Just comically like kaiba even has like some amount of like sinister yet different motivations even pegasus to some extent is not just like cartoonishly evil weevil is just like the worst i've decided that next year for halloween you're gonna be the the bug dude and i'm gonna be the pegasus dude no you should you should be rex yeah but i've got the long hair Rex has Rex Rap Girl. Rex has long hair. Oh, good. Then we could do Rex. You guys will have to keep watching so you can see the Rex Raptor duel. I think that's the okay. only way. I mean, like nobody will get it, but it'll no, be fun. No one got Legends of the Hidden Temple. That was low hanging fruit. We no could one go, got it. We could go niche now. Not enough people got it. A I, lot of people got it. I expected it. everyone to get it. A lot of people got it. Anyway, let's let's turn through the episodes. We got the arrival okay. to Duel number Kingdom. four. Yeah, number four. Into the Hornet's mm-hmm. Nest. Uh, and then the Japanese name, The Insector Combination. 
That's actually pretty yeah. good because uh, that happens. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah, that's the cards he uses. So we get to Duelist Kingdom. Pegasus explains the rules. No one questions that some people are there without chips, which they made a big point of getting on the boat. But then once you're there, it's fine. Yeah, well, no one could have stowed right, away. Right, of course. So. Well, at that point, it's too late. What are they going to do? I don't Send them back? Well, I mean, they have boats leaving the <laughs> island all the time. Actually, uh, after... Uh, maybe you don't see it in episode five, but Weevil gets shipped off in a boat, essentially, okay. immediately after he loses. <laughs> and it's like a sailboat, too. It's pretty fucked. Anyway. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah. like, you get, you go through security before you get on an airplane, not after you get off of an airplane. Right. I guess when I get off the airplane, they're not like, well, we should double check if you had any weapons the whole time to see if we goofed. <laughs> We yeah. should double check your it's ticket cool. now it's cool. yeah. and make I sure guess, that you I had a ticket. Right. But Pegasus explains the rules <laughs> of the tournament. Explains that you're fighting for each other's chips mm-hmm. and you win them in duels and you have to get 10 chips to enter his castle. Did we get his evil lap right. yet? Yeah. I'm sure like a million times. <laughs> That's oh, just yeah, it. Well, yeah, because he sees Yugi's here or something. Yeah, Taya sees Bakura for the second time, like he saw him on the boat, and then just in the woods. Yeah, I still yeah, don't know who this person is. In a couple episodes, they introduce him. Oh, he okay. also has one of the. Really, we should have watched many, many more episodes so that I could actually get what the fuck was happening. Does he have the dream catcher? Is that his? Yeah, he has the Millennium yeah. Ring. I believe these are nerds. But he turns into another like ancient person too with like really long white hair i don't really remember what his whole well no he looks the same but he has an evil ghost right of Of course evil bakor hey you know who doesn't right um (laughs) yeah they explain the rules to this shitty tournament that seems way too elaborate but i mean pegasus is just trying to steal all of the pieces so that's why bakor is there what happens next? Oh, they see Weevil and they run. They see Weevil. They chase him to another stadium, to one of the stadium setups. They they find out that these stadiums can pop up all over the island. Uh, they start a duel. It's revealed that one of the secret rules of the duel is that all the stadiums have different effects on the yeah. game. But Yugi is such a G, he already figured that out. So he knows that he's playing at a disadvantage. And Weevil only knew that um, because he stole the rule book yeah again just blatantly bragging about where did he is there no one who's like hey uh that's against the rules hey uh you're gonna get disqualified from this tournament is it like pegasus's super secret rule book is like in the cabin and it's like do not read yeah right where did weevil steal this i have no idea who it makes no sense but he's got it and he's convinced that that's how he's going to win the tournament and he's so convinced that he agrees for Yugi to be an all or nothing. Because Yugi only has one ship. Weevil has two. And Yugi's like, well, we'll go all for nothing. And Weevil's like, yeah, of course. I'm not going to lose. Why not? Well, Yugi says he'll give up his whole deck right. yeah. as well. And I bet at that point in time, Weevil was like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't have thrown Exodia into the but- ocean. Weevil also knows that Yugi beat Kaiba, who is supposedly the world dueling champion. 
Yeah, and that stupid right, blonde but- chick's just sitting there like, but Weevil's really, he's, he's like really good. And it's just like, bitch, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, the number of times they mention that he won the regional championships, and I'm like, that's such an infinite Region- thing they to couldn't say even about say somebody. Like, country, like, whatever. No, no. He won the regional yeah. championships. It sounds like something out of Glee Club. Yeah. It does, for sure. <laughs> and Yugi beat the yeah. world champion. And I know they got rid of Exodia, so Weevil's probably like, that's, that's how he could, he, there's no way he could win now. It's not like it broadcast that he used Exodia to win. Like the only room, I mean, it did because we. No, I thought the, so. Somebody. Must I thought the only. Oh, he did know because he asked to see the Exodia, right? Yeah, okay. right. So it it must have gotten out there that Yugi won. I don't know how because it was literally Seto Kaiba, Mokuba, Joey, and Yugi who saw the. Well, duel. clearly, but now everybody clearly knows. everyone that lives there is just recording what happens to them on a VHS and mailing it to their <laughs> friends. So. Yo, you check this out. That's true. <laughs> Mokuba sent it to his preschool friends. He's like, oh, my brother got beat. Got his mind erased. Oh, no. <laughs> got his mind erased. My brother's in a coma because he got his mind erased by Yugi Moto. <laughs> um, the duel starts. The insect bonus gives him like a 20% bonus, which the game... Oh, we never talked about how the show puts counters on every monster. Like, that really matters? Like... They don't. They kind of play fast and loose with what the people's attack score is. They don't ever get into defense score. No. I mean, it's there. It shows up. It's just I don't think they figured out exactly what they want to do. But anyway, they put up two numbers and then they attack and then something will happen and either the numbers will go down or they won't go down because something sneaky happened. Yeah. Yeah. About as much as I got. And it's like oh, this is how my card works. And I'm like, well, you would have already known that that stat bonus was on that monster before you declared the attack. So this duel goes on. (laughs) Yugi gets kind of hit up against the ropes. And then Weevil is just like grandstanding. And the whole arc for Yugi to be able to win this tournament isn't his ability to play the game or know the rules. It's just that Weevil is such a fucking idiot that he won't pay attention to Yugi putting down a trap card. Yeah, and so Yugi plays Mirror Force, which is OP. I know that. I mean, I still know that, and I don't know how, but there you go. That's in the he back puts of my brain. one so trap card, and that's all it takes. Yes, it's like these people are surprised by just fundamental aspects of the right. game. Like, magic and trap cards are just types of cards. You should not be surprised that they exist. Yeah. So th- this episode ends with all of Weevil's monsters getting destroyed. And Yugi being like, it's right. over. But then Weevil's like, ha I played this cocoon thing? Well, yeah, so he teases that he has one more play up his right. sleeve. And kind of reveals that he's going to summon his ultimate moth. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's where we leave off, where the cocoon is forming. And Yugi's like, oh boy. Yeah. And so the next episode starts with, uh, next episode title is The Ultimate Great Moth in English. And in uh, Japanese, it's The Ultimate Perfect Appearance Dash Great Moth. Okay. That's like the best convergence yeah. we've gotten yet. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much the same. Um, um, this moth is just super strong. And for whatever reason, Yugi's just like, I'll try and attack it. Because it's a cocoon and minor monsters. Yeah. But it's a card game, so that's 
not how it works. Yeah. So they fail twice. And then Yugi co- combines his dragon with the rider. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Gaia the dragon right. rider. And scorches yeah. the field. Yeah. And which gets rid of his field power right. bonus. Which then allows him to kill the ultimate great while and win the duel. But then they just throw out the fucking rules. And it's like, oh, you killed the cocoon before the five turns were up, so it didn't hatch. But actually, it was enough. It's still going to hatch, and it's going to be the Great Moth. And now the Great Moth is depowering your Gaia, the Dragon Rider, because he has poisonous pollen. Yeah, like, I don't remember. I'm sure some of these rules exist in the game, like that, that those cards do those things. But yeah. It's just like the to your point, the fundamental like lack of understanding of how the game works from these supposedly elite players is kind of ridiculous. Right, right. It's like you wouldn't be in a tournament and not know that the person you're playing in the tour like if you were in a tournament with somebody who's the regional championship player because i've seen people play like starcraft competitively before and literally announcers will be like oh well he likes to run this build and he generally plays this way and you'll see as they play their cards or play their strategy like you know roughly what they're going to do after yeah, the fact, I, I mean, right? no no no. you guys missed the part where they said he's assistant to the regional champion <laughs> oh gotcha. okay he's he's dwight yeah, yeah. i see actually yeah, this you know what would have made this episode better is if that was Rain. Yeah, it, it oh. it's close to. They're like one. <laughs> yeah, in the live action version of Yu Gi Oh, it'll be oh, for sure. Um, Wait, yeah. who's gonna be Yugi? Jim Halpert, obviously. Um, nah. Well, yeah. If it's office characters, I think it will have to be Jim Halpert. Michael Scott is Joey. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, even in Pokemon, like, where they still stick to types way too much, no one is fundamentally shocked by what the Pokemon can and can't do. Like, yeah. I Wait, I just want to go back. Michael Scott's probably Pegasus. You think so? No, the, Pegasus is way yeah. too competent. Pegasus is, like, Jan. Maybe Tristan is Michael Scott. Yeah. He's kind of useless. I just feel like Joey... Joey would be more like Andy. Uh, mm. Andy. Andy would yeah, be okay. Joey. All right. Yeah. We got yeah. there. Can't wait to see uh, this. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> What's this podcast within well, a podcast? Which office character is this? <laughs> okay. Not as good as couples therapy. Not as good as punch squad, but they can't all be winners. Office match. Uh, yeah. <laughs> office depot. It's uh-huh. <laughs> the name of this podcast. <laughs> it's office depot. The only podcast where we decide which office characters the characters in this show would be <laughs> and it's the only podcast that does that because nobody would want to yeah. listen to it otherwise yeah. i guess like by default taya is pam i suppose Why so pam? there's a lot of other ones i feel like taya's phyllis okay mm-hmm. better well i just like it has to be like prominent enough i guess i'm trying to do like too much of like character prominence matching and not trait matching oh is grant no oh, yeah it's gotta more be, like uh, creed <laughs> this podcast might be a hit i don't know 
yeah i don't want to jump to conclusions but it's great so far yeah yeah office depot coming to a podcast app near you yugi for not understanding the game fucking at all then just decides to make it rain to stop the poison yeah that's how that works okay here's my problem with this at the start of the thing it's part forest part wasteland which gives one of his undead monsters a boost does this not happen to his dragon or did i miss that his dragon's not uh undead what isn't it like a skeleton dragon no. I don't think so. It's not. I mean, I remember that dragon. I had that dragon card. It's not undead. Hey. Nerd. Anyway, Yugi pulls some shit out of his ass and they kill the moth. Well, that's where you keep Sur- shit. So surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they kill Weevil and they win and Yugi gets his two star trips and Joey takes his glove from him, which is a pretty good touch, I think, because Joey doesn't yep. have a glove. And are we done? That's yeah. it, right? It just ends there. That's it. What yeah. was our last episode? That was it. That's it? Sorry, no. That we did a podcast on. Ho- Ho- oh, it was also Hocus Yu-Gi-Oh. Pocus. Hocus Pocus. It's always been Yu-Gi-Oh. I... From the beginning, Colleen. I... <laughs> All our episodes have been about I Yu-Gi-Oh. Believe it. So, yeah. what did you think going back to it, Anu? Uh... I mean, it's the thing is, I just have engaged with Yu-Gi-Oh! recently enough. I think because of Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged series, which really brought it back to me. It's like, I know that this isn't good. Right. I know. I knew it. I've known it for a while now. So it doesn't surprise me that it's bad. It was surprisingly watchable. I would is what I yeah, will finish say. watching The Duelist Kingdom just to, like, again, hit all of those nostalgia buttons. But it is a terrible TV show. It's not good. It's not good. I think it gets better. Though. I see. I will. I argue- see the. Okay. I want to watch. Okay. I've never watched it before. I want to yeah. watch the rest of this show because I want to understand what the fuck is going on. Great. And I think the best way to do that is to just watch Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged yeah. Series. Because it's like five minute parody recaps of all oh, the episodes. Okay. But like, what I'm saying yeah. is like, I would have wa- I would still watch it. Like, I would still. It wouldn't be good, and I would have to be doing something else. Like, I'm not just gonna sit down and put Yu-Gi-Oh on. But I would definitely continue yeah. watching it while okay. playing The Sims on my. That's laptop. a pretty good review. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty stellar review for some of you have no nostalgia well, ties. Well, now I to. just I just need to know. I also don't think I would have watched it as a kid. I mean, I didn't watch it as a kid, but I don't think I would have watched it as a kid because I would have been confused. It's the same reason I never got into Pokemon because I'm not that into it. And like, I just liked Pokemon cards because I liked the cute Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I could have gotten into Yu-Gi-Oh! because it's too complicated. And the show definitely was confusing. The card game is so fucking complicated. Yeah, but the show is still confusing. Oh, the... The card Pokemon, the card game, by my measure, is more confusing than Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh is actually like the base rules of Yu-Gi-Oh are pretty easy to understand. Mm-hmm. It's uh, there's a lot more going on nowadays, which makes it much more difficult. Yeah. But uh, but like yeah. I don't know. I just it's, I don't think I would have watched it as a kid. It's not really my style. It's too complicated. It requires being in like not 
I liked watching TV that was just watching TV. There wasn't a di- yeah. an additional homework assignment of playing a game in order to understand the TV show. Right, right, which is yeah. difficult. I don't, I don't know much that does that. <laughs> so, uh, so all important question before we compare this to Hocus Pocus, Anoop, did you have a Yugi starter deck or a Kaiba starter deck? I believe I had a Yugi starter deck. I absolutely deck. had a Yugi starter deck because that Dark Magician card, man. I mean, I like the Dark Magician. I think Kaiba's starter deck is probably better. As I recall, Yugi just has more like random bullshit in yeah. his deck. Whereas Kaiba's is a little bit more oriented to like a specific. It's like, okay, yeah, this guy has a dragon fetish. Let's accomplish that goal. Right? Whereas Yugi's just like fucking. Celtic Guardian is there for some reason. <laughs> and Karibo. Karibo's a shitty card. Karibo's like the puffball that he just sacrifices at one point. He just straight up kills at one point. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, yeah. Hocus Pocus as our last episode. Uh, we'll start with Colleen because that was your pick. I have to compare. How many Hocus Pocuses was Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. Oh, this is tough because I don't have the nostalgia factor, but I have a like, I feel like if I did have the nostalgia factor, it would be at least a one to one ratio of of Yu-Gi-Oh to Hocus Pocus. But because I don't have the nostalgia. Colleen, I think you like Yeah, I think you're kind of hooked. It's, I mean, I would still watch it. I would just, like, I would still watch Hocus Pocus. But I would definitely, like, if someone were, like, gun to your head, Hocus Pocus or Yu-Gi-Oh, I would absolutely pick Hocus Pocus. So I'm going to say, like, half, of, that, the, half of a Hocus Pocus. I think my, my incredulity comes from, if you told me to guess, like, okay, there's this thing from your childhood that you're going to pitch to Colleen. Like, what's what's the one that she'll actually like? If they told me, oh, it's going to be Yu-Gi-Oh, I'd be like, no, there's no fucking <laughs> way it's Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, this is like not a snowball's chance the first, like the thing we've gone into with you being the coldest on that you've been the most positive towards which is not what i'd expect at all wow yeah but i guess at, at its core Yu-Gi-Oh is just kind of like a drama draped over yeah, a yeah. Game. you know it's just like this dramatic things like people are yelling things at each other and they're like aha but what about this and what about that and it's like it kind of appeals to you on like a very base level it's like it doesn't actually require you to really right know yeah for sure I, it's just entertaining yeah. i can watch them you know like poor gramps i can see the harm that's physically done to him yeah just the physical yeah. toll that this show is i can get into him. like the bad body. guys against the good guys like i'm into it I, th- I think it's fun yeah the villains are pretty good too yeah. like pegasus yeah. is an interesting villain like, like it's cheesy as fuck yeah. but it's entertaining yeah, okay i mean you're talking to the person who's yeah. watched all 12 seasons of Grey's anatomy it's not a good show yeah i mean this is probably better <laughs> yeah it's Grey's not a good I, two to one Yu-Gi-Oh! Grey's anatomy but i'd still wow. no that's a lie i love Grey's anatomy so what what number did you give? I gave it say? half of a hocus pocus. Still better than I expected. A new, yeah. Let's see. In terms of nostalgia, honestly, like this show makes me nostalgic for kind of Yu Gi Oh the Abridged series, and I'd probably rather just watch that. And like, I probably could easily watch that to get through very large parts of Yu Gi Oh. But I enjoyed it. It was fine. It was fine. It made me want to watch anime a little yeah. bit more, to be honest. Um, in comparison to Hocus Pocus, that's a tough one. 
Hocus Pocus was entirely new to me. Uh, and Hocus Pocus I could see showing to other people. Whereas Yu-Gi-Oh! I still would not, like, tell somebody to go watch Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, you're, you're checking out anime for the ter- first time? Yeah, go that's watch that's very it. true. Uh, so I'd maybe give Yu-Gi-Oh! like 0. 0.8 Hocus okay. Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. So I also came into Hocus Pocus. Hocus I also came into Hocus Pocus fresh. And I was not as pleased by it as you were besides bet midler and sarica jessica parker like <laughs> it just like did it's a hard name to say i mean it's a bit now but <laughs> it's a great bit sarica jessica parker come on um jessica parker um yeah it just wasn't it it didn't land as well for me um Meanwhile, I think more so than anything we've done, maybe because there's been so little of it in my adult life, like Legends of the Hidden Temple comes up in conversation, like video games, I don't think hit you the same way because you're still kind of like doing work to progress through them, even though the memories are very fond. Whereas this was just like, wow, I have not revisited this since I was in elementary or middle school and like so much nostalgia. It is really bad. It is like poorly developed story-wise. I feel like it goes all over the place. Yeah, for sure. It's still like three Hocus Pocuses to me. Wow. Yeah. I I would think it would be more entertaining to sit down with people like Anoop, you having a memory of Yu-Gi-Oh! Be like, let's watch these five episodes and be like, how the hell did we watch this? Or this is ridiculous. Or they suck at this game. Than it would be to be like, hey, you've never seen Hocus Pocus before? You gotta watch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you could start a podcast about easily. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. There, easily. There like very is easily. One probably. Probably. <laughs> uh okay. Okay. I think we did it. This has been a this podcast. This has been a podcast. Um so some programming notes. Colleen's going to be gone for a little while, and I don't think we're going to have a chance to record an episode, but Anoop and I might do a bonus episode. (gasps) This is how it starts. We might Uh do a spoiler cast of The Lighthouse, which is a new movie that came out. A spoiler cast? I didn't agree to that. I didn't. There's we uh, we need the board to decide on this. Oh, is it two to well, two, two thirds two to one? Agreed, so. No, I'm a woman, so I get two board seats. Uh, historically, that's not uh, you get point yeah. seven five <laughs> if the man lets you. So actually, it might be two point seven five to zero. Um, yeah, I I mean, I'd love to just keep it rolling week to week with whatever our next pick is. Um, not sure we will, but I think we will do the spoiler cast in lieu of. Okay. Uh, sorry, is this going in the episode? Or you yeah, why not? Okay. okay. Well, yeah, so, your, uh, your funny bit about how, since I'm a woman, I... It's pretty not, hilarious. I'm Maybe the funniest thing Yeah, I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, like, super proud we of We can't cut that out. <laughs> we gotta let the, the world <laughs> know you. how you feel about that. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Well, we'll see you when we see you. Except we won't, because this is a podcast. Okay. Also, watch out for VHS tapes, because they're going to steal your grandpa. Bye. Yeah. I think we we all know that why the Japanese are afraid of the <laughs> that's, that's what we've learned from this episode. But see you guys next week.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Everything You Remember Sucks. And remember, this world is rotten, and those who are making it rot deserve to. Listen to next week's episode. See you then. Bye.